In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents Betches Moms with hosts Aileen Drexler and Brittany Levine. Get ready to lock yourself in the bathroom or wherever else you hide from your kids because you'll literally never be alone again. Hello and welcome to the Betches Moms podcast. I'm Aileen. And I'm Brittany. And today... If you haven't listened to last week's episode, go listen, because it would make sense for what I'm about to say, which is today's our last episode. I'm so sad. So we had some great DMs from people over the last week about how much you this show meant to you and how much you, you know, related to the, our stories. And so we like obviously have seen these and thank you so much for writing in. It means a lot to us. Um. But again, to recap, just this show with Brittany and I are, is is just coming to a close, but there's a whole nother next chapter for Betcha's Mom's audio and our Instagram is still there and we're personally not going anywhere. Um, we're just not recording this show, um, but the episodes are still available. You can listen to all of all of our amazing episodes if we do say so ourselves. Yes. And... Um, I think it's also great to recommend to some of your friends who are just starting to get pregnant because I think it's really nice to still be on that journey with us, um, our past journey, and just like going through what we went through. And from what we've heard from all of you, it's really helped a lot of you um, while being pregnant or being first-time moms or being a first-time mom of two kids. And um, so like Aileen was saying, the episodes aren't going anywhere. Yeah. It was just, it was also nice to get messages that like throughout the time that we've been recording because, you know, mm-hmm. you and I had a, like, f- grew a child, had a child, um, mm-hmm. and it's been a year <laughs> since that too, um, that like people were like, oh, I found out I was pregnant at the same time as Brittany or Eileen and I like, I did everything at the same exact stages. So like the podcast was like my pregnant partner. <laughs> And that was really cool. I also learned so many things from our audience, like from through DMs too. like, so I don't remember specifically, but I just like learned that certain things that was going on with me felt like I thought I was the only one and I knew logically I wasn't, but just to hear it firsthand from other people who are going through a similar experience, whatever, whether it was breastfeeding or not knowing what to feed Milo or like, which books to read. I remember when yeah. I was like, that was my huge guilt. So yeah. I felt like, and, and so many of the books, just even that example, so many of the books I bought were because of recommendations of, yeah. with people that I've, you know, connected with because of this show. So um, I know that sounds like small, but it actually obviously makes a huge difference. I read those books every single day to my child. So um, thank you. And I don't take that for granted for sure. Yeah, and same here. I feel like it was so nice having a community of people to support us, not just Betch's moms, not just as podcast hosts, but as our mom friends and um, Mm -hmm. helping us through difficult times, whether it was breastfeeding or going through crazy toddler stages. Um, Mm -hmm. It's all been really, really helpful for us as well, and we're definitely – going to miss this and miss you all we'll miss you all but again there's not um there's just another phase of betches moms coming and we also at betches speaking now is (laughs) betch co-founder um we are bringing in new talent under the betches brand and we want to make room for more creators and so it just means growth and we're evolving and it's all very exciting on our side of the table 
But also, Brittany, I am personally happy that we did this show together because I feel like we made such a connection and got to know each other outside of like, I know it's this is in work, but outside of work, <laughs> through like, and connected through motherhood because like so much of my like memory of when I was going through a lot of hard time, I texted you about a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and especially during maternity leave. So I also cherish <laughs> cherish that <laughs> i do too it was so it's always so nice and like i would always say in all of our episodes i felt like i was in a therapy session you're aka my therapist <laughs> oh, <laughs> and yeah. um it was it's been great going through this with you yeah well ditto and for you guys listening we have a special episode today we're going to be looking back over the whole show our producer um pulled out some snippets from some favorite episodes and we're gonna like kind of listen we haven't listened to these clips yet but we're gonna listen no. back to our former <laughs> selves which cringe oh as god i'm so, so nervous. i'm cringe i'm so nervous <laughs> and we're gonna like i guess hear ourselves which i can't I really, i'm just i'm literally about to quit i can't do it but um <laughs> we're gonna listen to ourselves and i guess give our younger selves some advice <laughs> so and then we also have um a no mom guilt and yeah should we start let's start i'm i'm nervous we could end the episode now <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm quitting i'm just gonna turn off put my headphones down this episode is brought to you by snapple Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. All right, so this first clip is from one of our earlier episodes called Can I Switch Doctors Mid-Pregnancy? I remember this one so well. Um, I think I do, yeah. I remember this. Um, we In this one, we're looking back into our mom journeys where we were <laughs> both in our first trimester. And um, well, I guess maybe I was talking about my first trimester and so were you because we weren't actually like publicly out in our first right, trimester. Right. And I was also going through the early toddler stages. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> okay, play the clip. Speaking of wait, how to figure out how to parent, just I have a question. Yes. For me doing research, um, how do you know how to parent? <laughs> like, how do you know? Like, I'm not that, I'm not freaking out yet, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I've just found out that, um, it's, I have a girl. I'm having a girl. Congratulations. Is, thank you. Um, and like, I'm, while I'm, I'm, ex, I'm getting excited, but then the other side of me, the back of my mind is like fear, fear, fear. And so like, my biggest thing is like, how do you know that you're sort of doing it in the right way? Did you read? <laughs> I wasn't really the type of person to read books, but I'm constantly reading articles constantly. And okay. um, I feel like when I was pregnant, I wasn't, I didn't really think about the parenting aspect of it. I was okay. more focused on the newborn side of it. Like, oh my God, I'm not going to sleep. How do you, how do you right. sleep train a baby? Um, but now, like, especially that I'm in these terrible two, two stages, I find there are amazing resources on Instagram. Um, I love following at Mo Mommies, at Dr. Becky at Home, and there's plenty of other people. And I find they have really amazing tactics that you could apply to certain situations. And I'm constantly just sending them to Noah, which by the way, he told me the other day that he doesn't actually read them. And I got <laughs> so mad at him. I'm like, so when I'm doing like these crazy parenting tactics. You're like, what the F are you doing? Like you have no idea where they're coming from. He's like, I just think you're being nuts. What's a crazy parent? Like what's the craziest or quote unquote craziest parenting tactic that you've done? I don't think necessarily like crazy, but you know, a big thing that um, I, I follow from a lot of these 
um, teachers and, and therapists um, and psychologists are um, not, not putting your kids in timeout, not yelling at them and letting them have big feelings. So mm-hmm. Noah is always like, Oliver's having some big feelings because that's <laughs> what I always say to him. Like, are you having big feelings right now? And now Oliver like knows all about it all about it this morning he was like yes i'm sad i'm like why are you sad he's like because the ipad because he wanted (laughs) his ipad i'm like i know you're sad because of your ipad so it's it's all about um letting them have their feelings whereas a, a lot of um studies show that maybe we all have anxiety like our generation all has anxiety because we were never allowed to feel our feelings Interesting. So I feel like that's a huge takeaway that I've taken from a lot of the readings that I've done. Interesting. So I don't have to sweat it yet. Focus no. on the newborn stuff. So like up to what, six months, you think? Like zero to six? <laughs> um, yeah, I think you should just focus on zero to six months right now. Maybe even okay. like up, even a little bit more than that. Um, the first year. Worry about okay. the first year right now. And because when they're newborns, they're different every single month. They're, you're in a constant change of things. What are your thoughts on that? (laughs) Okay. First of all, you can, I can sense my extreme anxiety. Mm -hmm. I was like talking so fast. Maybe I still talk that fast, but, um, I was like, also like the way that I like just very casually told you I was having a girl. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) By the way, it's a girl. (laughs) Yeah. So I just like kind of found out, you know, um, it's a girl. You're like, congrats. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, that was great advice. I remember that because I was stressed about like not knowing anything. And so I felt very overwhelmed and I f- didn't know like what to focus on. And you were like, just focus on the early stages, like the physical, because like in the beginning, it's really just like meeting physical needs. Yeah. And I mean, emotional needs are are really just you know, crying, and it's, just, it's really physical physical needs. I could sense your excitement and like total, just like you had no idea what you were about to get into. No, it's so weird to listen to that self. Yeah, um, so crazy. That's so wild. Yeah, I remember also rem- hearing you talk about like the big little feelings or whatever big feelings. Yeah. And then having already had all of these, you know, af- after that, knowing that we spoke to Dr. Becky twice, we spoke to Mamamis, we spoke to like big little feelings. Like we've already yeah. had these conversations. It's funny, like I get it, but that was the first time I heard about it from when you set those like accounts. And so I, you also introduced me to so many different accounts to follow because I like didn't even think of using Instagram as like a parenting tool. And now I have so much on my feet. It's like so all much. over. It's oh. I like, what's the point of books anymore? Honestly. Well, I want to read Dr. Becky's book. <laughs> I actually, I really want to read Dr. Becky's book. Um, but yeah, it's just funny. Like, like also listening to even me, like I feel like, oh, Brittany, you have no idea what's down the road for you. And like, like also. Like what? Just like how, like Oliver was like, I was like first dabbling with this whole idea of like modern parenting and like these different ideas of like how to parent your children and like first taking a stab at like how to apply it Mm -hmm. and hearing how Oliver spoke in like pieces of sentences, whereas now I could have like a completely normal conversation with him. Right. Um, So it's just really interesting to hear. It, It is. It is so crazy just to hear back you're like just a younger like it's not ignorant self but like just a self that doesn't know (laughs) that doesn't know like for you it's really like I consider myself two different people or like three really myself before I had kids myself before I had before I had both kids myself before I had two kids and myself now with two kids because like you make so much growth. So, but for you, so really, not like a the, mom, new mom and like second time mom. mom. <laughs> yeah. Whereas like for you, like you're listening to yourself before you're a mom. Like that's like a completely different person. I know. And I was like, and like Sansa was my whole world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my dog, not, not the TV show character. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, Millie's birthday was yesterday and I forgot until like 10 a.m. So sorry. 
definitely. Well, love t- ten p.m. or ten a.m. <laughs> ten a.m. No, like, and then no, I like no, no, that's, that's the the beginning of the day. <laughs> no, I know, but for like a, a lot of hours, I did just ignored her. <laughs> oh, that's a, she doesn't know. <laughs> she doesn't know. She doesn't know. The other thing that I um also am noticing like these days is that Mila understands more than I think she does. Like, really understands words what's going on she senses vibes she sort of like gets scared sometimes when she hears like the garage door open or something she like comes to me but then looks together she like can sense like she knows she knows things she points at everything and i just feel like i need to really start to think about how i speak to everyone around me and i'm just feeling really nervous about that like it really makes me second guess my own personality (laughs) like second guess like my the way in which i communicate casually like without thinking like you know at work like i will think about how i communicate most times sometimes i'm you know mess up but at home i'm just you know whatever but it makes me really think about my tone and and the way I ask questions and just like that's getting me a little bit nervous, a little bit. Yeah, I feel like it makes you a little bit more self-aware because you know that somebody is watching you and going to copy you. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. The other thing that I also had this like realization is like right now she's so little She's like only know her as like this little baby, but like Oliver is like a a big boy. <laughs> He's a kid, He's an adult. and so he is almost like just like another person in your mm-hmm. relationship with mm-hmm. Noah. Mm-hmm. Like he's just like another person to say whether you are being a certain way or they are. He is being a certain way, and oh, it's yeah. just like another per. Like it's like this is what it means. Like family means. It's not just like. A small baby that you have to take care of like it's another personality in your dynamic be- will become another personality in your dynamic and it's just like just like an interesting i just didn't think of it that way you know what i mean yeah no it is interesting and like your kids start to really check you yeah um, yeah <laughs> it happens even at four <laughs> it happens and it just it's like a, an entirely different type of mirror Cause like they say like, you know, a relationship is a mirror like with your partner mm-hmm. in, in the way that you like are. Um, but a kid is e- even more honest. <laughs> so oh, yeah, very it's just, yeah. No filter there. Ugh, I'm really sorry if you hear Jack screaming <laughs> right now. He is um, cocksacky and oh, no. he's miserable and my nanny is out. She's out. So that's been fun. Yeah, she's out. He goes down for his nap after this, and then my mom comes over, and uh, it's a journey. It's I feel journey. for you. All right, should we play the next clip? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so the next clip is from episode called Brittany's Birth Story and Being a Mom of Two. And then it, and then we're also going to play a clip from my birth story. No, I don't want to do that. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to hear such a that. Episode. Um, so we're going to hear and then we're going to like talk about those or we may not. Let's let's play them. Okay. Okay, so then he was so he's born and he's born. what what was like what was your emotional reaction? Like what was that like? I the first thing I thought was like, holy fuck, I did that in nine minutes. Cause I literally said, How long was that? I think that was like the first thing I said. You're proud of yourself. That's amazing. So proud I love of myself. Um, and I was just like so like you're you you're just like overcome with joy and you're just so happy and you have this like adrenaline running through yeah. you and just like you're like 
almost the happiest you'll ever be, which is kind of crazy because you're in so much pain, but then you're just like, it's just the most amazing moment of your life. I'm sure it's like such a high, also like a relief that it's over. Yes, yes. such a relief. And that like the baby is out and, yes. you know, crying and they say he's okay. You know, that yes. part. Yes. I was um looking on Insta, like, obviously, what else am I doing? Um, <laughs> and I was looking at, you might, you know, Jaden Tanner uh-huh. um, from Bachelor slash Bachelor in Paradise. And she, I was, obviously, this is all I'm looking at is like people's like, like crazy birth stories, um, just to psych myself out. And her, she oh, gave birth to her second child, like, in a closet. They didn't make it. And I read that story. There was the the video of her like holding the baby and she's like cr- wailing like, is he okay? And like, I was, I was hysterically crying <laughs> because I was like, I can feel that like, uh-huh. Through my phone right now. Uh-huh. It must feel like such like this, like over just an overwhelming feeling. It's definitely a feeling that you really need to just like, it's really hard to explain. And I'm so excited for you to experience it. <laughs> it's just, it really is amazing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's amazing. And then, you know, they put him right on your chest and, or that they actually took him, his umbilical cord was around his neck, like Oliver, oh. which is kind of crazy. So they had to take him right away, but then they came and they put him on. Wait, no. Yeah, but it was around. Whatever. I forget. It was like very blurry. And they came and like put it or put him on my chest and then he nurses and I'm like, oh, I, like it's it's just wild. Uh, yeah, it sounds wild. It sounds like such a surreal thing that we do. Right. Like I just yeah, I, it listening is. to the story just doesn't sound like something that is supposed to happen. But it happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I was, but that's almost what like saved my anxiety with both pregnancies and deliveries is that it's just, we're like, we're supposed to do it, you know? So it's like, it it makes you feel better that like your bodies can do this. Like you feel like you're going through a trauma, but like your body is a hundred percent built to do this. And it just makes you feel better thinking that way. Right. I could sense like, I was, I think I was still on maternity leave when I did this. Mm -hmm. Um, episode and I could sense like how fresh it was for me Mm -hmm. and how like excited I was and like remembering like I feel like now you I can't remember like the pain I was in Mm -hmm. but like still like that pain still being fresh and like just like all like the emotions still being like very fresh totally that was yeah that's like the one and like that's like the one thing with like people who just like continuously like pop children out where they're like they like (laughs) get a high from it. And like, I get it. Like, I wish I could continuously have that experience of meeting my child for the first time and like the baby coming out for the first time and like meeting them. Like that is like the best feeling in the world. Hold on. People get a high from popping children out? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, people with like 10 kids, uh, why else should they do? Yeah, I'm just kidding. I mean, Because that they're just like popping them out? Yeah, I mean like- I mean, I guess, I guess, I mean, yeah, it's a thrill like no other, but I just, the pain. (laughs) The pain, I know. (laughs) But like, there's like, like there are people who say like that go unmedicated. They're like, you get this like. You know what else? You know what else is fresh? And I was thinking (laughs) about this when I was, I was watching like some clips of like Megan, you know, all the royal clips. <laughs> Again, like I said, I was on Instagram or else. What else was I doing? Um, and I was watching a clip of Prince or whatever, Harry, um, being interviewed right after Megan had her baby. And he's like, he's like, it's amazing what women can do, right? And I remember like Rusty, like just like, that's all he was like talking. He's like, it's amazing what you like women do but that's also a fleeting (laughs) memory for them i feel like they forget and then like almost like you forget but like you don't forget obviously but it's sort of just something that happened rather than something that like i went through because again like that fresh feeling it doesn't last that long but i do remember the pain before like the contract like i remember wailing in my floor at home 
I remember that. And I also remember like the movie we watched that day when I like came back from the hospital for the first time and just like sitting there like contracting and just like watching this movie like with Nicolas Cage <laughs> until I was dilated. <laughs> I don't know. What movie? It was called Pig. It was really good. I don't know. Um, but it's, it's the weirdest memories. Um, yeah. Wild. Wild. It is wild. What were you thinking hearing me talk? Because you didn't give birth yet. I well, And like you heard birth I'm stories scared. all the time, but like actually like talking about it and like what was actually going through your head like when I when I was talking about like actually birthing Jack. I couldn't wrap my brain around it. Like I've I've heard birth stories, but I wasn't I'm not like one of those people who like listen to like people's stories and hear whatever it just i'm too freaked out freaks me out a little so when you were saying it i was just like i couldn't it was one of those things that you can't really fathom you just i hear i hear the words coming out of your mouth and i see you speaking but i can't really possibly like relate or understand and i obviously know that everybody has a different experience so i was like i have no idea what to expect I hope it's easy. Well, let's listen to (laughs) your birth story and what you were thinking after that. I don't want to help me. I was so thankful and grateful that like nothing went wrong from a perspective of like everybody's healthy. Yes. She was healthy. Everything was okay. You know, nothing went wrong from that respect, but just the labor was dramatic. But then, so anyway, so I get admitted to this room. I don't know what day it is because it's like dark, little dark out because yeah. it's rainy. And um, this nurse comes in talking, telling me, telling me I have to watch this video about shaking baby syndrome. Yep. <laughs> I had to watch that too. Like, but while she was talking to me, I was falling asleep. <laughs> like, I felt so bad. Like, I could not keep my eyes open. And... And she like swatted me. <laughs> to stay awake. I was like, are you kidding? I can't. <laughs> I've just gone through hell and back. And I've not slept. Now it's going to be three days. And and anyway. <laughs> she swatted me to wake up. Anyway, that ended there. Everything was. Rusty was a champ. He. Because he was like. He's like, just look at me. And he was doing the counting. He was trying to play songs. And I was just screaming Aww. like, next song. <laughs> Not this one. <laughs> he was like trying to play final countdown. I'm like, do you know me? <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to play final countdown. <laughs> I was just screaming like next song as if we were just casually in a car. Oh but like, God. no. And um, yeah, he was like holding on to both legs. My mm. mom was in the... It was nuts. It was nuts. But... It was fine because you're all healthy. I, we're all healthy. I have a story to tell. <laughs> Mind you, I wish it was slightly less dramatic. But when you gave birth to Jack, did he, they keep him in the room with you? Yes. The whole time? But, yeah, but with Oliver, I sent him to the nursery. But they told me, I actually found out with Jack, I thought the nursery didn't exist because of COVID. But then when I was leaving, she was like, oh, no, we have a nursery, but we just don't encourage it anymore. We're really trying to phase the nursery out. Okay. That's crazy to me because I wanted sleep so bad. I hadn't slept. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they're like, here's this baby. Fuck you. Yeah. Did she I, go to a nurse, their nursery? It Well, I asked in the middle of the night because they were like, she, she wakes up every two hours to feed. I was like, God, I'm never sleeping for the rest of my life. Like, really hit me. And I was like, I should have really gotten some more sleep before I came here. <laughs> I should have really listened to everyone. That is a tip, by the way, people, if you can sleep up, but um, not possible if you're like in labor for like 700 hours. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God is my response. <laughs> You could sense all of your emotions, like yeah, like in, I was crying while speaking, <laughs> and then you were laughing, and then you were. There was a lot of emotion there. Oh my god, that nurse who swatted me—I remember that. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was yeah, like yeah. What a 
what an experience. I really don't know how I would have um, processed it if it hadn't, if my mom wasn't there. I, I think about that a lot. Like, I wonder if it would have, you know, if I would have just kind of like, because I wouldn't have known what is right or not. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that was quite an experience. And if you want to hear the whole story, we did a whole episode on that. So you just go to episode Aileen shares our birth story. Um, but I also remember getting messages from people being like, I had the exact same experience at that hospital. <laughs> and at that hospital. Yeah, but I think also maybe some people at other hospitals. The biggest thing really is just like this. It's not your doctor. It's really your nurse, the nurses mm-hmm. that are on staff on like the um, maternity ward. But yeah, that was, that was wild. That was wild. I also feel like I know that um, I wish I had like windows in my like birth room. Like there you were no windows. Wind- no, ma- remember I told you when you were like, you didn't have windows, like exactly the same way you just said. <laughs> and I was like, no, I felt like I was in a surgery room, but it wasn't. And I kind of wish that I had that. But um, it was just like, it's just such like a, it's just like a time. It's like a time that's burned in your brain. Mm-hmm. And yet like you meet your baby. And I was so afraid in that like, those few seconds like we just like we talked about in that your episode mm-hmm. of like i hope they're okay i hope that baby's okay i hope the baby's okay mm-hmm. and then i remember very distinctly the feeling of like oh my god like even just after just being in like the admission room being like oh my god i should have slept better like a couple days ago like because i'm never sleeping again yeah and I was, I, I was like, damn it, like, <laughs> this is, this is it, I'm never sleeping. And yeah, I just, I didn't sleep for a good six months. <laughs> and then we're back to sleeping now. And it's wonderful. <laughs> right. And now we're sleeping and then maybe I won't sleep next week. It's fine. I mean, I'm not sleeping not this sleeping week. You're not sleeping this week. <laughs> yeah. Because Jack is sick. I, Jack is, does, sick. is his throat killing him? He has sores all over his mouth, his throat, his hands, his feet, his butt. Oh, that hurts so much. <laughs> yeah. Are you scared to get it? Yeah, but like honestly at this point. What are you going to do? Like, yeah, you have what to am touch. I, gonna do? I, can't, I can't do anything yeah. about it. So like. Oh, poor baby. Hopefully it goes away soon. Yeah, thank you. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. After hearing back our stories, do you have any advice for moms going into labor for the very first time? The first time. Yeah, I think that it helps to be as educated as possible and to know how to advocate for yourself as like, especially as you'll learn in Aileen's episode. Um, I personally took a class through my OB. It's like through the hospital, but like at my OB, whatever. Um, some people think, think it's not necessary. I liked knowing how the hospital worked, um, like what the different nurses do, like what the different stages of labor are. Like you literally, like you really don't know unless you're doing all that reading on your own, but it's nice being in a class with a nurse where you could actually like ask questions and 
as somebody who likes to know, who has a lot of anxiety and likes to know if something that's happening is normal, to kind of like educate yourself before that, to know what is normal, maybe what isn't, and just to constantly ask questions, advocate for yourself. If you feel like something isn't right, speak up, Um, but know that everything will be great and um, it is the hardest thing and the most amazing thing. And um, just know, and like I said this in past episodes, but I've gotten so many DMs about it that people are like, could you come be my doula? (laughs) Like literally women have been doing this from the beginning of time and you're not the first, you're not the last, you can do it and you're going you're going to be fine. And there's better science now. <laughs> and there's better science now. And there's now. lots of different procedures and there's a lot yeah. more knowledge and education around like what's going on. Right. And a lot of um, like machines <laughs> right. to help. Um, yeah, I think that's great advice. What's what's that, um, what's a class, what's a class called if somebody wanted to see if that's available? Is it like a birthing class? Yeah, it's just a birthing class. Um, I don't know the, the technical name. It might just be called birthing class. I would ask your OB about it. They have all that information. Um, they're, you know, like affiliated with class? the hospitals. Yeah, a Lamaze class, but I don't know if it's necessarily called – I don't know if they still call it that. But it um, in affiliation with the hospitals, your doctor will 100% be able to give you information on that. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's great advice just to like – because I remember feeling like, eh, there's nothing – there's nothing I need to know. I'll just, I'll wing it and I'll figure it out. But I wish I did know more things. <laughs> I wish I did. There's so many different like combination of things that could happen that it's almost impossible to predict what would happen. And even if you have like a scheduled induction, like inductions could fail and like you might have, you know, there's lots of different pathways for things to happen. So you could have like, my my advice would have to be like, if you wanna have a birth plan, keep it as loose as possible. Yeah. And just be open to like, things not necessarily going to plan and just be open to those different combinations of events. Yeah, right. Cause some people get very tied up in the idea of a birth plan and you really can't plan for birth. Yeah, I mean, too some, much. some can, know, too much. sometimes it goes to plan. But yeah, but the, like, the disappointment of like your expectations when it, if it doesn't makes the whole process harder. Right. When if like that wasn't if it, if you didn't have these like intense expectations, then you know you'd just be like sort of going with the flow. But that's when the advocacy comes in, where you're saying like, okay, well, you know which questions to ask if things if you're given choices in the moment, you know. Yeah. And also one thing is if you have specific things that you want, such as like delayed cord clamping or there's like a million things you could request, make sure you talk to your doctor about it before you're actually like giving birth because in the moment you're not going to remember anything for the most part. Make a list. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Write it on your hand and just show it. (laughs) Show your hand. Raise your hand. Be like, read this. (laughs) Read this. (laughs) Um, That's funny. Yeah, no, I don't even know what delayed cord clamping is, so we're not going to go there. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So after listening to all these, what advice would you give your past self? Former Aileen um, and former Brittany, what advice would we give for our former selves? I would say chill out, bitch. (laughs) Like (laughs) That should be art. Yeah. chill out just a little easier said than done but like maybe just you know reduce the anxiety i i um obviously again easier said than done i knew at the time that i had was gonna i i remember doing a q a when i was pregnant and someone being like like what are you anxious about and i was like i'm anxious about being anxious (laughs) and it was like I was worried about how my anxiety is going to affect all the whole process. And I was right. <laughs> um, and looking back, I wish I could just sort of look, be more proactive about, about like techniques or like learning more information. Um, yeah. I wish also looking back that I, that I wasn't so, um, 
intense about the breastfeeding. I wish I had more information about breastfeeding before I started. That's definitely the first thing I'm going to do is read some books about all of that when you're supposed to pump or what or what, you know, like supply and all of that stuff. Um, Because I think I was really, really hard on myself during those first 10, like the 10 weeks that I was breastfeeding. I like didn't even know that you can supplement with formula that not you can, but that people that was so common. And I just, um, I wish I would give myself that advice because I sometimes think like, it was so, so, so hard because I, and this is me being hard on myself, but my emotions made it harder. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. even for Rusty's experience, I feel like because I was so down and I I know I shouldn't beat myself up for being down. Like I get that. I know. But yeah, well, you also can't, you can't, that wasn't your choice. I, I know it wasn't my choice, but it was it was almost, I don't know how to explain it. Like I was looking back now, I wish, I, 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 I just wish I wasn't, didn't have such like a down experience in the beginning because I think I affected the way in which I saw like maternity leave in that time. Whereas like I see so many women like taking their ki- like kids out early and I'm just like, I was terrified of that. I wanted to mm-hmm. like remain in this bubble. I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to talk to anybody. And looking back, I wish that I could like tell myself that w- it would be okay and that it doesn't have to be so intense. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know any other way than like that right. intensity, those intense right. emotions. And yeah, I think that's, that's my advice to my former self. Not necessarily look at listening to these clips, but just something that I, I the things that I do reflect on when I think about mm-hmm. that time. Yeah. And like these are, it's definitely valid because I, I had similar um, thoughts about like after having Oliver, like I wouldn't leave that, I didn't want to leave the house and everything was like too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was all too much. I was scared. Yeah, it was scared. too much. And with Jack, it was very different. Like the first week I was out. And yeah. so I think that like you just know, you only, you could only know what you know. And like, yeah. so going into it again, um, you'll know what you, you'll know what you know from your experiences yeah. and it'll be different. Yeah. I think, I think it'll be different, but who knows? Mm-hmm. How, um, what about you? What, what would you tell your former Brittany? Um, I would tell my former self, this is like Brittany, Pre two kids, so um, Brittany pre pre Oliver, pre Jack. Oh, pre so, two kids. Okay, so like going into being a mom of two, I was like, I feel like everybody always made it seem like, oh my god, like how do you take care of two kids? And like I thought that, like how do I take care of two kids? I was never like scared of it, but um, just like letting myself know that you just get used to it. Like I remember a time where I couldn't fathom the idea of bathing both of the kids at the same time by myself. And now I literally spent four days with them alone last (laughs) week. So like it, and you know, that's a year later. And um, you just, it's kind of like, it's the same thing after having your first child. You only know what you know. So like, you can't understand what it is to be able to do these things because you've never been, you've never had to do these things. Mm-hmm. So just knowing that, like, you will figure out a way and everything works out. And I also think it's really important to um, reach out to your community of friends, your family, even if that community is. Uh, somebody on social um, asking questions. And if you don't know how to do something, just saying like, how do I do this? Mm-hmm. Like going back to the bath thing, like I remember saying to my friend, like her son, her second child was three months older than Jack. I'm like, how do you bathe both of them? I don't <laughs> get it. And she literally told me exactly what to do. She's like, you get towels ready, step. et cetera. Like literally. And like, I really think reaching out to people and asking those questions, like, 
really, really helps. And then maybe that way works for you. Maybe it doesn't. And you figure out your own way of making something work. But um, everything falls into place. And, you know, and then you just try to get through it. (laughs) That's great. That's great advice for former Brittany. And maybe future Brittany (laughs) of three. We have one more segment to close out the show. We're going to read a listener, No Mom Guilt, brought to you by Boston Children's Hospital. We are all about either talking about our mom guilt or sharing why we shouldn't feel guilty about certain things, certain ways of being a mom on this show. And there's also nothing wrong with asking for some help when it comes to the health of your child. So if you're looking for exceptional pediatric care, look no further than Boston Children's. All right. So let's get into our no mom guilt of the week. Dear Betcha's moms, first of all, I want to say I love you both and love listening to the show. I was inspired by past no mom guilt you shared about leaving your kids behind and going on a vacation. So relatable. The guilt is real. I was listening to the episode at the same time as my childhood friend was texting the group about her bachelorette party plans. My daughter was born in November and I haven't been away from her for more than a few hours since she was born. I was immediately getting anxiety about the thought of having to choose between leaving her for the weekend or skipping out on a close friend's bachelorette party. For the record, she was a bridesmaid at my wedding and I was going to be one at hers. The timing of me listening to the episode could not have been better. Your discussion inspired me to take the plunge and commit to going out of town. Last weekend, I went to an amazing vacation home outside the city for two days with old friends and just relaxed. It felt amazing. My husband assured me that he had everything under control and despite my initial reservations, it felt so good to get away. The best news I have to share is that it really was guilt-free. Once I went away, I realized everything would be fine and I just sank into the experience. So thanks again for inspiring me to find a no mom guilt getaway of my own. Sincerely guilt-free and out-of-town betch. Wow. This is um a good one. That is a good one. And you know, I I like feel so corny, but I have like chills hearing that because I that was one of my mom guilt. And to hear that, because there is like even having the guilt of going away and then not feeling the guilt once you're away on like knowing that everything's okay. Like as you were saying, like I also had a little bit of guilt feeling that everything was okay with me not being there. So thank you for validating that it's that you too felt that way. And it's okay to feel that way because even though we admit that we shouldn't feel that way, it's okay. It's great to still have that validation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. This is also a really topical reminder because I just planned a trip to go away for a week without Mila and in the end of October. Nice. No, nice. No, nice. <laughs> it's fun. Okay, so like I was, I, there's no chance I was, I haven't, we haven't been on a vacation like since our baby moon. And that's mm-hmm. not like, that's a nice vacation, but I wasn't like, it was, it was like a, I'm not drinking. There's no like fun. It's just whatever. Um, and I was excited. I was like, there's no chance we're bringing a kid. But then now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, oh my God, like she's going to be without us. Like, what is she going to go through? Like, what are the emotions she's going to go through? And then I was just watching Mo Mommy's Instagram and she just got back from a trip and she was showing her youngest kid, like clinging to her, hysterically crying. She's like, and, and Mo Mommy's was like, Jenny was like, just expect this to happen. It's not like bad. It's just an expectation. I was like, oh my God. I'm ruining my my child's life. No. No, I know, no. I'm just like, I'm just kind of um, illustrating the feelings of guilt that this, our lovely um, listener has written in saying she doesn't feel bad, which I'm saying she is now reminding me to not have guilt about it because, you know, got to take care of yourself. And she's in the hands of wonderful, loving people, family members. And we will be far though. Where are you going? Hawaii. Oh my God. Can I come I'm, into your um Yes. I've never been to Hawaii. I've always wanted to go. Me neither. And we're just like, you know what? We're never going to take kids there. It's very far. So let's just go. And I'm excited for you. And that's really, that's tough. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, but you would, you would never leave if you thought that Mila wasn't going to be in good hands. Yeah. Like she is such, you have such a tribe around you that is going to take care of her that like, 
it's going to be great. You're going to recharge. And then you're going to know that you can't like, especially like then the next time you're going to be like, I know I could do this. Yeah, right. <laughs> now I have a pit of my stomach talking about it out loud. I haven't said anything to anybody about this out loud, like about the the, the emotions I'm going through. But yeah. yeah, I know it'll be okay. I just, it will be. it's just, it's scary to be far. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you still feel like they're attached to you. And they are. Yeah, like I still feel like I have this invisible umbilical cord attached to me. And it just, I'm scared of being, like extending it that far. Yeah. But at least I'll be in the country. <laughs> You'll be in the country. And and like we've said before, like it's good for you. It's good for her yeah. to have that time apart. And I like kind of think, I don't know if this is actually true, but like this is what I tell myself, how like dogs can't, <laughs> like don't know sense of time. I feel like babies don't either. I love that basically our whole like psychology of children is based on our experience with dogs. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Every single episode we bring up something. We bring up the dogs baby. and people probably like hate us for it. I don't care. I subscribe to this. So I subscribe to your <laughs> logic and I am I'm with it. So thank you for listener to write in and remind me also that no mom guilt here. That was our No Mom Guilt brought to you by Boston Children's Hospital. If you have kids, you definitely have questions, especially when it comes to their health. The experts at Boston Children's Hospital have answers. Boston Children's is the leader in pediatric care. They've been ranked the number one hospital in the nation by U.S. News and World Report for nine years running. With their comprehensive library of health information, answers to your biggest questions are within easy reach. Um, Yeah, I know lots of people who have like had really positive experiences with Boston Children's and I've just like heard really good things and they're like really reliable. It's it's nice to know that if your family is coping with like a rare complex condition, you know, Boston Boston Children's has answers. And if you want to learn more, go to bostonchildrens.org slash get dash answers. Again, that's bostonchildrens.org slash get dash answers. Oh my God, Brittany, is this the end of our show? This is the end, end. I, like when I was thinking about this, I was like, am I going to cry? <laughs> no, we're not going to cry. We're not going to cry. It's okay. We'll miss you guys. But again, we're here. We're not going anywhere. And we love our audience. We love you guys. If um, you want to share some feedback or we just want to share more about you so we can help us, you know, plan the next phase of Betches Moms, please go to Betches.co slash survey just to answer a few questions about yourself. It'll be really, really helpful to help us create that new, what new Betches Moms is going to be like. Um, And that is it for the Betches Moms podcast. Go follow us at at Betches Moms. And for the last time, remember, there are no rules on this podcast. I'm not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom, right, Regina? Please stop talking. The Betches Moms podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong. Social media by Brittany Levine. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Moms on Instagram and send us your emails to moms at betches.com. Betches.